what's up? Jeff Zimfer, host of the Mortgage Marketing Radio Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate you being here. Hey, a couple uh, notes of housekeeping before we bring on today's special guest. If you're liking the episodes, you've been listening a while or you're a new listener, I appreciate you being here and would love to hear your feedback on the podcast. You know what you can do to help us out? Just take about uh, 60 seconds or less and leave us a quick review wherever you're listening to this right now. It should be easy to tap through, click through and get over to leave us a review. And uh, I'd appreciate that because that's how we help reach more people and stay in the top rankings on uh, Apple, Spotify podcasts. So I appreciate if you can do that. And then of course, you know, Mortgage Marketing Radio, this is the place that we help loan officers get more agent referrals so they can become the go-to lender in their local market. How do we do that? We help you implement a proven system for attracting, engaging, and converting agents to conversations and referrals at scale. Rise above the noise. Leapfrog from being seen as a solicitor and a vendor to a partner and a peer. How do you do that? You do that with positioning. You do that with branding. You do that with leading with education and helping agents solve problems. You've heard about it by now. Our Mortgage Marketing Pro members are getting attention, engagement, and conversations with real estate agents, and they're not having a cold call. They're not having to chase. They're not having to do broker previews, open houses. They're not having to co-pay for leads. They're simply becoming the preeminent, most attractive, obvious choice in their local market for real estate agents by leading with education. Got a brand new testimonial for you here this week. Here it is on my on my handout right here. And this comes to you by way of one of our pro members, longtime pro member, Janelle Davis uh, from Maryland, I believe three years now with us. She just hosted our 90-day CMA class, which this class actually shows agents how to use Google Earth and to send unsolicited CMAs to their database and lead sources using a really cool um, a video technique using Google Earth and a video email that literally gets people to open the email, to watch the video, and to schedule conversations to learn more. As a matter of fact, uh, I've done this myself in Vegas a number of times. We've had a few teams do this and they get listings, they get appointments. One of our pro members, Janelle, has taught this class a couple of times now. She recently completed the class. Here's her testimonial right here in front of me. Uh, 28 agents attended. How long does it take you to get in front of 28 agents? Better question, what type of value propositioning and positioning, right? Could you have in front of 28 agents versus one by one on a cold call and the disadvantage that that puts you at? So Janelle has a class of 28 agents. In it are eight high producing agents. And the class is so well received. And Janelle gets acknowledged this way. One of the realtors who has attended several of her classes sends her a text message or an email, I believe, that says, hey, Janelle, just wanted you to know, thanks to your class, I'm sending videos to my sphere of influence. I've done eight videos so, so far and have about another 140 to go, doing five per week. And he goes on to say a few more things. Thanks again for such a value-added class, and I'll see you for the Google My Business class. Guys, the name of the game right now is Market Share right? Capturing the attention of real estate agents because look at, yes, agents are leaving. Yes, loan officers are leaving. Good news. That means less noise, less of that distraction. And now agents are going to be able to hear your value proposition more clearly and seeking right a lender relationship and a partnership that actually goes above and beyond the normal, which is close loans on time and do a good job. Anybody can do that. If you can actually help agents solve problems in today's market, vis-a-vis -vis the example I just gave you, help agents get more listings, you win. 
Now, how do you learn more about this? If it's a fit for you, you go to mortgagemarketing.pro, you book a call with me, and we walk through your business, where you're at, where do you want to go? Are you the right fit for us or not? We'll show you the platform. We'll show you the classes. We'll show you how we help you get butts and seats and convert and follow those up to conversations and manage the whole process. Mortgagemarketing.pro, go check it out. All right. This week, my special guest is somebody who I've come to really uh, enjoy following and engaging with on Instagram. It is Paige Bowman, uh, the H-Town Mortgage Chick on Instagram. We're going to put uh, a link to her uh, Instagram profile in the show notes, uh, but she's a founder and team leader at the Mortgage Collective in Houston. She's a top female mortgage lender, and she is crushing it in Houston. I got to reference my notes here because we just finished the conversation. And I think she said she's going to do 80 million this year. She's on track to do 80 million in this year, right? 2023 in a quote unquote down market, in a tough market, right? So what I love about Paige is first of all, she's just real and who doesn't these days want more of real, um, but we're going to unpack, speaking of real, right? We're talking about Instagram with her. Haha. <laughs> Notice, see what I did there? Uh, we're going to talk about her strategies for attracting agents on Instagram, for attracting consumers on Instagram, uh, her processes that she has in place, how she does events, and bottom line, how she's building a, a, a very compelling brand that is helping her grow and scale her business to record numbers, even in a down market. So if you like what you hear on this episode, make sure you click the link in the show notes to follow Paige over there on Instagram. And I think you'll be uh, not only entertained, but educated and informed about how to actually build a personal brand on social media and work with real estate agents. So without further ado, let's get into this week's show. Paige, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It is a pleasure. Congratulations on you creating such a presence on Instagram that it sucked me in. And it <laughs> it's like me... a vortex. That's right. And, uh, and I don't know how you, you know, you never know how people show up on your feed, but you did. Clearly I'm yeah. following a lot of mortgage related real estate stuff. Um, yes. showed up on my feed and I'm like, Whoa, wait a minute. This, this girl's putting out some pretty cool content. Like it's highly professional. It's engaging. Thank it's you. fun. And before we get into that, for those listening, give us the brief, brief backgrounder, how long you been in the biz units, number one source of biz. Yeah, for sure. So I got into the business in, uh, May of 2014. I have been a licensed originator since 2018 and took over the team that I run in May of 2021. Um, and from May to December of 2021, we closed about 75 to 80 million. Um, and then all of last year did about 85 million with a move in between, um, all of that. So, um, wow. and just, you know, I know, uh, 2021 COVID numbers are like, Oh, I did this much in COVID. Right. Uh, we're you know, still on pace to do about that this year. So, uh, and my number one source of business right now is realtors. Realtors. Okay, great. Love that. I love that distinction as well. I got to start asking, <laughs> what are your non-COVID numbers? You what, know? Are your, what did you do before COVID and what are you planning on doing this year? And what is your balance uh, of, of purchase versus refi? Roughly? Um, you know, I think we've closed one refi this year. Uh, but even during COVID, we specifically did not lean into refis. Um, mm -hmm. I think on average, we would close about five to 7% refis and actually just sent off those refis and got paid on um, just referring them out to people because oh, really? we wanted to make sure that we stayed heavy on purchase because refis come and go, but your realtor relationships and any relationships that you have that feed you business will always be there in a refi boom and post refi boom. Yeah. So I'm pausing per purposely there for a moment. Because a lot of people hear that mm -hmm. and they're like, what? What are you talking yeah. about? 
You we could have closed 200 plus million dollars during COVID. And we, we probably referred out, you know, in the course of 24 months, I would probably say, you know, 65 to $85 million worth of business. Did you have some kind of rev share on that or was it all goodbye? Uh, no, we got obviously basis points okay. production on it. Very small amount, but but still worth it enough to be able to focus on our realtor relationships. And we specifically told clients that we're giving you to this person who solely does refis. They're going to treat you 10 times better than we are because we are focused on our purchase business. And we want to make sure that you're getting the same customer care and the same client care as all of our purchase business. Wow. There's a, there's a statement right there. That's a writer downer. Yeah. <laughs> a writer downer. I like that. I'm like, I got a writer downer for y'all. <laughs> it makes me wonder how that refi shop, air quotes, is doing yeah. now. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We'll leave it at that. Leave it at that. Just curious. Don't want to, you know, ruffle any feathers. Um, yeah. But no, I just love that you, that you, you, you really take a stance on that and you communicate mm-hmm. to the, those potential clients as to why you know, you're doing that and back to your referral partners as well. That just, that takes courage is what it takes. It was definitely, uh, it's one of those things that like hindsight, like when you're short-sighted, you, all you think about is, oh my gosh, think about how much volume I'm missing. Think about how much volume I'm missing. But when I go alongside, I think about how many more realtor relationships that we gained because we were all in on purchase and I'm still closing the same a little bit. We're a little down on business this year, um, but we're still closing about the same as we did last year, which was $85 million, which is, you know, pretty good, I think. Um, and, and that's because we've gained realtor relationships when loan officers were losing them because their pipeline was full of refis. Wow. You know, there's a lot coming up for me, uh, during this conversation because you, you, from what I can gather are, um, how would you classify yourself? Millennial? I am a millennial. I'm proud to be a millennial. Yes. Okay. Um, (laughs) so you are younger, younger than me at least, um, Yet, you know, like there's a narrative that seems to be bubbling up for some people, perhaps a larger percentage of people than I hear the narrative through you. And what I'm hearing right now is, but Paige, the market sucks. No, it doesn't. Like it doesn't suck for you. <laughs> right? Suck for, yeah. I mean, I, I hear you. I talk to loan officers all around the country yeah. almost every single day that tell me the exact same thing. Oh, the market's trash. Uh, realtors, uh, realtor relationships. We have had realtors that have literally just gone out of the business. I can't, I'm not, this is not sustainable. I'm going back to my job that I was doing before real estate. Right. Okay. So, but it, what's the difference? Why are you, how are you different than, you know? Yeah. Consistency. We've really been consistent. Um, we have, we've stayed f- uh, top of mind with mailers. I know that sounds silly, but we are old school. Um, <laughs> millennial who's old school. Amen. Yes. <laughs> Listen, I like take note, taking notes on a notepad. I have a notepad that I take notes on. Yep. Mm-hmm. I have one of those right here. We send mailers um, every other month and I am in front of my people every single day on social media. I post consistently every single day and consistent is different for every single person. Consistent right. for Sally might be three times a week and consistent for Bob might be you know, seven times a day. Um, but consistency is really what you have to do in this market. Um, and you have to be in front of people because content equals contracts. Mm. Um, and if I can be producing content and I can be in front of somebody when we're consuming content, not to be weird, but we are not taking, no one's taking my mailer with them to the restroom. 
<laughs> you know what's going to the restroom with them? Yes, <laughs> their phone, right? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. If, which, if you're grabbing people's phones, you probably shouldn't. <laughs> now that I've said that, but <laughs> and hopefully you're cleaning your phones at least you know once a week. But I mean, seriously, we are with them in their most intimate moments. Right. right. And if you have the ability to connect with people like that, uh, whether it be realtors or referral sources or past clients, I had a past client reach out to me last night. Hey, Paige, we worked with you before. We are relocating uh, and ready to buy our dream home. Um, do you have time to chat this weekend? I know you're probably super busy. And I was like, hey, man, I'm never too busy for you. Um, my cell phone number is the same. You know, what's, you know, can I confirm that I have your correct cell phone number? Went into our CRM real quick at 10 o'clock last night whenever I was answering her, sent her an email. Uh, her telephone number. And she's like, I, I can't believe that you still have that. I was like, well, you're important to me. Like you're that's, it's important that I have that. It's important that I'm able to communicate with you. Um, and they reached out to me on social media. And so it's just, you know, being in front of people, you never know, again, you never know who's looking. Yeah. That's interesting. Real quick note on that is what does that say about the expectation of the consumer to be surprised that you have their mobile numbers? Very low. Yeah. Right. (laughs) And so it's, it's easy to win if you just like show up yeah. uh, back to the mailers for a second. Who are you yeah. sending those to? We send them out to um, our thousand or thousand people. It's our most recent thousand past clients. Okay. Um, and so what that looks like is we use reaching neighbors. Um, and so reaching neighbors is awesome. We actually customize our, um, customize our uh, mailers via Canva. And doesn't take a rocket science to do that. Reaching neighbor also has some good templates, but we really, we know that, you know, thousands of other, maybe not thousands, literally, but, you know, hundreds of other loan officers are using those same templates. And so we want to be different and we want to be unique. Um, So this past month in June, we sent out the top five things to do in the Houston area for summer, because if you have kids or if you don't have kids, it's cool to know what there's, what you're able to do. Um, in February, we had moved in November and we'd been sending out every single month, something that said, we moved, we've moved, we've moved, we've moved because the average consumer needs to see something seven to 10 times to know that it's happened. That's just human nature. And we did, Hey, if you send us back an email at team at mtgcollective.com, we'll give you a $5 Starbucks or Dunkin' gift card. Just tell us which one you want. Hmm. How'd that go? I spent a lot of money. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. That's good. I spent a lot more money than I thought. I mean, of the thousand that we sent out, I maybe had 200 reply back to me. Yeah. But one loan obviously covers it. Literally. Yeah. One loan. And now they're my email address. My team email address is in their phone as a email address that they have communicated with. And our CRM uses that team email address. And so now it's an email address that they're used to seeing and like, oh, so it's not going to spam. So if it was going to spam, now that they've communicated with it, it's no longer going to spam and they're yeah. going to start getting my emails. Friendly now. Do you do any uh, QR codes on those mailers? I don't. You know, we did those all during COVID and I've just stopped the, okay. with the QR code. Are they postcards? They are postcards. Yep. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah, I'd be curious to see. I'm sure you guys have some type of uh, engaging, maybe slightly funny, humorous yeah. um, people to them. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. Because anybody who follows your brand, which we'll put links in the show notes to your Instagram, right? That is part of the personality that shines through. Yeah. I mean, you got to have fun. Like, this is not a glamorous job. This is not a, I mean, it's a cool job, but it's not a glamorous job by any means. And you've got to have some humor. You got to laugh every once in a while. Yeah. I love that. Um, Man, there's a lot to cover here. Okay. So uh, number one source is 
is realtors. And so we launched off that thing. The market sucks. We covered that. It only sucks yeah. if you allow it to suck. It's mindset. Yep. Um, then how, what have you done anything differently with realtors? Have you pivoted or changed anything in the current market, right? With realtors specifically? Yeah. So we don't really, um, let me, I, I say yes, but I also want to say no. It's really just being consistent um, and providing them value. Um, if your realtor is wanting you to give them money for something, you're not in the right relationships. We are in an intimate relationship with our realtors, meaning that if I don't want to go to dinner with you with my spouse, if I don't want to go to vacation with you, if I don't want to hang out with you, you're not the person that I want to work with. And so far often we find, um, you know, I talk to a ton of loan officers. People will ask me, how do you, how are you so close with them? I'm like, well, they're my people. Like they're people I want to be in business with. Mm -hmm. And if they're not, we don't jive and that's okay. Like I'm okay with that. And so I've just meant we're in an intimate relationship with all of our referral partners, but with that, we provide them value and none of them ever ask for, can you sponsor my open house and give me $250? Because they know that I'm going to provide them value. And sure. Every once in a while, someone might say, Hey, could you, you know, would you help sponsor a teen lunch? And mm -hmm. I, I'm quick to say yes, because I'm not getting asked for that money every single week or every single month by 10, 20, 30 realtors. Right. I, I spend a very small amount of my money on realtors because I'm providing them value. And when I do spend money, we're having, we're typically doing like lunch. We're going, you know, uh, I'm inviting them over to my pool and we're having a pool day. Like we're doing something fun where it's enjoyable for all of us and it's not work related. Hmm. Okay. Um, and, and then I also say that we do thank you cards, handwritten thank you cards, every single lead that someone sends to us within a week. Um, every Friday, my assistant gets me um, my handwritten thank you cards. They're addressed with a stamp on it um, and a $5 Starbucks gift card. And I send them a thank you card. Hmm. And it might not even, I, I probably don't talk about business in 90% of them. Yeah. Right. Hey, Brandon. Congratulations on you know whatever it might have been. C congratulations on hitting your weight loss goal. You're absolutely amazing. I'm so grateful to be in business with you. Cheers to more success. And I'm here if you need anything. But those thank you cards are only when the referral comes in, or those are throughout the whole relationship. When the refer when they send us a oh, referral, or yeah. if I just want to say thank you for something, yeah, just acknowledge somebody. Okay. Yeah, people uh, like being acknowledged. Yeah, they do. More than we want to admit, we like it being acknowledged. Well, for sure. Who doesn't like a good pat on the back? We probably never got enough <laughs> of that growing up, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. You, you twice or more, I've heard you use the, the word value to real estate agents. So I want to mm -hmm. unpack that a little bit because that means different things to different people. For sure. Uh, and I'm, I'm, so again, you seem very structured uh, in your business approaches and systems. So I'm wondering if you, like what I think is like, do, do you have a in that initial conversation with a realtor is that that value conversation starting there do you start differentiating or articulating how you actually deliver value yeah so a lot of the realtor relationships that are new that find us or use us or new relationships that we find are typically found on social media or they know like and trust someone that know likes and trust us and we get in business because of a mutual relationship so if they know me on social media they probably know a lot about me already i'm pretty open talk about a lot of stuff and I'm just who I am. I'm, I hate to use the word authentic because authenticity is so, such a thrown around word these days, but I'm authentic on social, on and off social media. Um, and so with that being said, a lot of the realtors already kind of know what to expect. And right. so, um, and, and I know 
a lot of people that listen to this might be like, well, that's not going to happen for me. Well, I thought the same thing. Um, but the reality is, is that if you're in business with people that know, like, and trust you and that you know, like, and trust, they are your biggest raving fan. And I know that you all have read the book, Raving Fans. Yeah. And if your realtors are not your raving fans and your clients are not your raving fans, you need to tweak the business that you're doing. And so when I have that conversation with them, it's, you know, hey, Brandon, I don't, um, I'm using the word Brandon. I'm using Brandon because yeah. I just hung up with a realtor named Brandon right before we hopped on this call. Yep. Hey, Brandon, um, you know, I, uh, you know, Katie referred you over to me. I, you know, how, how, how are you currently getting business? What, you know, are you paying for leads? Are you, is it referral based business? Um, and far often than not, the realtors that we're working with are typically getting referral based business or social media business. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it's, Hey, I'm getting leads from past clients. I'm getting leads from different people throughout the industry. Um, and I'm like, well, how can we serve you? What do you need? What, what do you need help with? We have a pretty robust CRM, um, you know, that, that keeps you up to date. It notifies you of, you know, client birthdays, client home anniversaries. It keeps you up to date on where we're at with your clients and that's all great. And everybody's got a CRM that they love, but what do you need from me? How can I be the best partner to you? Um, and just asking people that, People will tell you what they want. Yeah, yeah, they will. I'm just curious, you know, there's a thousand thoughts that run through my head because there's a, you know, potentially 20 or 30 different answers to that. Um, and I'm wondering if you hear a theme or, you know, because I think here's the bigger problem. Um, communication, if you want to know the theme. I want, okay. I'm not getting communication from my current loan officer or my current, my current loan officer is being too pushy or... I just can't get them on the phone. And y'all, we're not that busy. This isn't COVID. I'm not working 90 to 100 hours a week. Do you have a structure in place? You know, a lot of LOs have the, I'll, you know, I'll call you back within an hour voicemail thing, or what do you do? No, I, I just have a, my voicemail just says like, hi, you've reached the voicemail of Paige Bowman. I'm either on the other line or, or away from my desk. You're welcome to text me or leave me a voicemail, and I'm going to call you back as soon as possible. Okay. Um, and if I know that I can't get to them, I'm on this podcast, right? I uh, have forwarded my desk phone over to someone on my team. They'll take messages for me, or nine times out of ten, probably can answer the question. Um, but you know, I it's just me, being in business that want to be in business with you, you know? Yeah, for sure. Well, I love the old saying: "Go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated." Yeah, and I love that. that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and, and I think that's too often the, the acceptance, the, the, that what LOs put up with from realtors is they're tolerant mm -hmm. because they're going to get a deal. And then all they do is bitch and moan about realtors and how they suck and all this kind of stuff. And I'm just like, dude, how many realtors are here in your backyard? You know, like, For real. Go, and, go and change your mindset because that's how you, your mindset is going to transform and change your business. Last week, I was literally uh, chatting with my mom, who's also in the industry. Um, shout out to Kelly Rogers. And if you <laughs> um, if you know her, you follow her. She's really smart. Um, and I'm the mortgage yeah. side. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. know that was your mom. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Um, and I was talking to her, and I was like, "Golly, my apps, man! I only have nine apps this month. I have one lock." It's the sixth. Like, <laughs> what's going on? I know I was just on vacation, but I thought if I went on vacation, I would get busier. Like, what the heck? Mom, you've been lying to me my whole life. <laughs> and she's like, dude, you got to change your mindset. 
Like you're acting in scarcity. You have a bad mindset right now. And I literally on Thursday, I had that conversation with her and I picked up the phone and called 10 realtors. All of them know I can trust me. I didn't call. I didn't cold call anybody. And I just said, Hey, Katie, how's your day going? How's business? And I typically say that how's business for last. Uh, Hey, Katie, how's Riley? How's, you know, how's Noodle? How's the dog? Um, You know, and just ask questions. And then, you know, how's your business? What can, how can I serve you? I made 10 of those phone calls on Friday. Not that this has a lot of correlation, but I like to think that it does. On Friday, I locked six loans. Um, So I don't know. (laughs) 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 So I, you know, I don't know that that has a direct correlation, but I'm going to let myself believe that it does, that I shifted my mindset on Thursday morning after I chatted with my mom and complained to her for probably 10 minutes about how my business was imploding and my world was over. And by Friday at 5 p.m., I had locked six loans in 24 hours. That's awesome. Well, it's okay to vent too, you know? Yeah vent and go dump that, whatever it is. Maybe it's a workout. Maybe it's a person. I don't know, but go let go of that and then get back in the lane. 100%. Yep. Yeah. Cause sure. we're, all, we're all facing all that noise and resistance. Um, I wanted to ask you a question here for a few minutes then we'll p- pivot into social media. So, and I hate to use the term millennial, but all right, it's because it's an identifier, but you're young, right? Let's put it that way. Matter of fact, I remember a few years ago when this whole millennial thing started, right. And everybody's like, Oh, the millennials compared to the boomers and all that. And somebody was on stage saying, uh, you know, they didn't like the labels either. And he goes, you know, you know who millennials are? They're young people. That's who they are. <laughs> okay. That's it. They're no different yeah. than when you were young, right? They're just young people. <laughs> yeah. We're just young people, man. I like that. I'm young. <laughs> but but why I'm asking this, this question, because we'll, we'll, we'll segue into your social media following Instagram over 10,000 followers. Why are you bullish on realtors? Um, you know, that's a good question. I, uh, I'm going to answer and this might not be the right, right way to answer, but so I apologize, but I don't ever want to rely on, um, somebody else for, um, I'm trying to think of the, the kind way to say this. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I don't want to be, I don't ever want to rely on somebody else for the food that's on my plate. Okay. And I'm, a lot of the time all in on realtors, but I also would love for my business to come from other places. And so I'm all in on realtors because those realtors are my friends, but I also am all in on social media because I know that there, I know that there are other realtor, I mean, other lenders that are getting their business solely from social media and then giving those leads to realtors. And so I I love the realtors that I work with. I love the people that I'm in business with, but I also know that there are plenty past clients, social media, yeah. or other avenues. And so new that answer your... that don't even know you exist yet. Yes. Yeah. That answer that answer? I feel like that was like, yeah. No, I, think I'm ho- I, I am hopeful and I know that they're going to, at the end of the day, my realtor relationships are my friends. And so I want to continue being in business and being a partner and being aligned with them. But also at the end of the day, like I know that business can be like, there are other sources of business that is out there. And so, yes, I'm going to be all in on realtors, but I also want to be all in on other avenues to try to mesh those together. No, it makes total sense in there. First of all, uh, let's start from the top is your, your realtors are your friends. So you have um, chosen who your business partners are wisely because you enjoy doing business with them. Uh, for, the, out for the loan officer listening, a lot of realtors aren't your quote unquote friends, or you don't like them, you tolerate them, right? <laughs> yeah. 
wrong things. Start to divert, start to mix it up. You're going to need to, if you want to enjoy this business, it's all about who you work with and partner with. That's number one. Number two, um, here's here's my belief about realtors in the ranking of, of sources of business is, and we're going to now talk and pivot to social, but still today, and I'll, I'll friggin' debate anybody on this, still today, realtors in my opinion, are the shortest, quickest path with the lowest cost, highest conversion rate to buyers in the market period. Yes. Game over. Better Social media does not beat that yet. Correct. It, it is a longer funnel, longer process and all that kind of stuff. But let's just face it. How many realtors do you work with roughly just your core group? My core group is probably about 25 um, okay. realtors. 25, by the way. I know that seems like a lot, but no, it's- no, no. Note for people listening, you need more than you've ever needed before. It's- 100%. We work with probably 50 to 60 realtors. My core group is probably 25. And yeah. honestly, that's still not enough. You know who's, you know, I, I, I take a lot of calls and people fell out of form before they, before they get on the call with me. And most of them are, have like six, you know, six, four, maybe eight once in a while. I mean, yeah. you need 10, 20, 30 today because the pie has shrunken for everybody. Yeah. So it has up on that. Um, now let's get into social media. Speaking of that, have you generated business from social? I, d- I have I actually had a closing today from social media. Nice. What was kind yeah. of the cycle of that? Take me through the journey. Was it like a post, a DM? A, uh, well, it was a video that I posted that led to a DM right. um, that led to the conversation um, that led to the application that ultimately led to 60 to 90 days of credit repair. Okay. And then now they're closing. There you go. And is have you seen that over? You've been now obviously. How long have you been um, focusing on Instagram? So I've been shooting content and shooting videos since May of 2021. I started posting them in really. I I let me say this. I went all in on shooting video in December of 2021. I've gone all in on social media and posting consistently and doing stories January of this year. So I had not gotten a lead from social media until January of this year when I went all in. So I was just like moseying around. I was like, I'm going to post a reel today. It's Tuesday. I feel like posting a reel. All right. Now it's Saturday. Yes. And oh crap, I haven't posted a, a, a story in six weeks. I need to get on that. But I've been all in on social media since January 1st of this year. Um, and I've been saying for a while, like I, I want to get all of my business from social media. It's doable. There are, you know, I'm not going to say hundreds because there aren't hundreds, but there are at least a hundred loan officers that are getting all of their business from social media. Maybe not even that much. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's doable. Um, and it's an untapped market. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's like a never ending source as well. Cause it's not like yeah. that, that the, the, the pool doesn't end. The pool doesn't ever get full. No. Right. It continues to expand and, and has yes. a capacity. It's just about your ability to reach it. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, and by the way, I know you're saying, you know, get all your business, but I think what you're, you know, I get what you're saying. However, it's not like you're going to shut off the faucet of realtors, you know? Oh no, never. (laughs) (laughs) But I would like to primarily see that most of my leads are coming from social media um, because that just means I'm doubling my business. Right. And and you can feed your realtor partners Mm -hmm. as well, which is cool. All right. And then they'll never ask me for money. (laughs) Exactly. Right. I can ask them for money. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, 
Okay. So you said all in, and I, and I know that's a, that's a very important distinction versus dabbling. And I have been equally guilty of the dabbling mistake. Um, you though are, are you exclusive in terms of your quote unquote, all in it's Instagram for you? It is. I do post funny stuff on Facebook. So if you follow me on Facebook, which I don't think that you do, and it's not, not your fault, it's totally okay. Um, I really post like, um, if we're having any events, I post that on Facebook and I also post like what's better chips, Ahoy or Oreo. And I, yeah, see, and then, and then it becomes like, okay, now what's better original Oreo or double stuffed. (laughs) And then that starts a whole debate, but I do that because it continually keeps me top of mind and in people's feed. I don't, I mean, I am, I like to think a pretty funny person. Mm -hmm. Um, and I am a little controversial. Uh, I'm probably a lot more controversial than most people I would say most people are controversial, but most people are not willing to be vocally uh-huh. controversial uh-huh. behind closed doors. People, everybody's controversial, but right. I'm willing to, you know, be a little bit more controversial than most. And yeah. I, I use the term of like, what's better Chick-fil-A or raising canes. And I mean, gosh, people love that, but it keeps me within their algorithm feed and I'm yes. constantly showing up every single post. Um, and so that's, I'm just trying to juice the algorithm. So when I do post, Hey, we're having an event, it's not reaching five people. It's reaching 500 people or a thousand people. Um, and so Mm. there is a method to that madness. All right. So real quick, real quick, let's go back to the quiz. What was the first cookie one? Oreo versus Oreo versus chips. Ahoy. But then, but then everyone's going to say Oreo, like literally See, I, it, it was, I don't like Oreos. I'm a more of a chips Ahoy guy. Well, okay. So you're like of, of the, like literally, I think I have like 400 comments on that post yeah. of that post. Like two people said chips Ahoy and I, I'm not going to, yeah, chips I'm are like, like my crack. <laughs> yeah. And so then the next day I was like, all right. Or I was like, maybe a few days later, I was like, all right, the people have spoken. Oreo is the true winner. Now, which one is better? Stuffed crust or stuffed crust, double stuffed or just the original Oreo. And then that sparked a whole other debate. People are, uh, feel very strongly about <laughs> right. store-bought cookies. Oh, I know. Yeah, they do. That's funny. All right. Um, Surprising though to see so many people love Oreo because I just don't get it. Uh, anyway, that we don't we don't want to <laughs> derail this conversation. That's a whole different podcast. I just don't get it. Anyway, um, okay. So back to uh, Instagram. Uh, I'm looking at your content, your reels, and all that kind of jazz. Uh, how so? So I, I opened up with this, uh, as you know, is when I look at your Instagram feed, is the first word that came to mind for me was intentional, right? Mm-hmm. Or intentionality. So. Mm-hmm. Are you intentional with the strategy? And all right, so unpack that. 100%. So my videographer, Rusty Gates, um, he is wonderful. He's also a really good friend, was a realtor, was a good friend when he was a realtor. He was a client. Then he became a realtor and then we used us. And now he is my videographer and doesn't really do real estate anymore. Um, Because who wants to? No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) Kind of. Um, So, um, we, I was his first client and I went all in, I, I, I believe in my friends. And so if you don't believe in your friends, then yeah, yeah, you got the wrong friends. And if your friends don't believe in you, then you need to like rethink your whole friend strategy, but I believe in my friends. And so I went all in on Rusty and I think Rusty also went all in on me, even though he's never told me that, but, uh, he was really betting on me. And so, um, with that being said, we kind of toyed around a while, um, you know, beginning of tw- first half of 2022 is like just figuring out my style, 
figuring right. out, you know, shooting videos so I can get comfortable. And so if you look at the videos from like the beginning of 2022, they're like, meh. And it's like, what was the purpose for this? Mm. But then we really honed in on my style is that I'm myself. I'm, you know, I show up, I don't show up in a suit and, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not dressing any way I'm being myself true, true to who I am, but I'm also, my content is created for realtors and clients. Okay. And I want it to be easily digestible for someone who has no idea what real estate is because the average home buyer purchased a home three to five times in their lifetime. And it's certainly increasing now, right? You could probably say that the average home buyer that's my age will probably purchase five to seven homes, maybe five to 10 homes in their lifetime because people are moving more. But the reality is, is that I want to talk to people like they don't know anything, but I don't want to treat them like that. Okay. There's you, no one wants to feel stupid. All right. So your content is, is, is designed to be uh... digestible content for realtors and clients. Realtors and clients. And so I think that because I know sometimes people get hung up on, well, consumers are realtors. What should I post my stuff about? You're saying both and you've proven it can work because there's a pretty clear crossover there. Because if you're posting it for your clients and your realtors are following you, your realtors are sharing that content to their story, right? And then because they have clients following them. And that's at the end of the day, what I want. I want my content to be shared because the more people that see my content, the more impressions that I have and the more impressions that I have, the more likely I am to get a client from that. And obviously you're positioning yourself as knowledgeable, right? Mm -hmm. In front of the realtor feed because you're showing up with all this amazing content and they're like, that's a lender I want to work with. Yeah. Yeah. Have you attracted new relationships solely from Instagram? No, hundred uh, percent. Yeah. Yeah. My top uh, realtor referral relationship I met um, in 2021 because of social media. Um, and I would consider her one of my best friends and her the same. Um, and we met because of social media. Is that um, Katie Day? It is. Oh, Katie Day. Nice. Good, good score, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of a team there, huh? Yeah. And yeah. she's good people. And we're yeah. like, she's a friend. She's someone I want to be a friend with. And the same, yeah. like she wants to be friends with me and we view business the same as we want to be in relationship and in business with people that we know, like, and trust. Okay. So, so map out for me then your uh, schedule for filming, posting mm-hmm. batch. Everybody wants to know the secret friggin' sauce, right? <laughs> Well, when someone finds it out, let me know. Uh, Um, I batch shoot content. Um, On Tuesday, I actually batch shot content. I brought a realtor in and we shot 10 videos together, podcast style. Um, And then I did, uh, I think, 25 individual videos. And then Allison, a loan officer on my team, shot another probably 15 videos. So poor Rusty and his editor probably have somewhere between 45 to 50 videos in a four to five hour period that we shot. Um, I will also shoot again at one more time this, um, this month and that day will be just realtors and me. Um, and so Katie and I shoot content together, um, once a month typically, and then I'm going to be side by side sitting at the chair podcast style. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like, but side by side with podcast mics and we, you know, riff back and forth. Interesting. So you're talking about all kinds of different real estate related topics. Correct. And her content is client facing. Yes. Um, and you're in some of her content though. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Um, okay. So that's a lot of content. So on that Tuesday shoot, is that a month's worth of content for you? 
Yeah, that is. The goal is, um, again, so I shot 10 videos with a realtor. Um, and then I shot 20 to 25 videos by myself. Um, I'm not going to like every video that I make. Right. Right. I'm not. It's just like, I probably have, you know, 20 videos in my drafts that I'll, the world will never see yeah. because I read, look back on, I was like, Oh my God, what how was I thinking? I no shit. I've been there too. <laughs> like, oh God. Why did I think that sounded good? And then sometimes you're like, F it. I'm posting it. <laughs> yeah. Cause I don't, I don't have anything else. I literally, I'm, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> how are you scripting these out? I don't script anything out. Um, I'm actually launching this weekend a small plug here. I'm launching this weekend an ebook for lenders. It's a hundred topics and a hundred hooks um, on just hooks that I have found that have either generated me a lot of views, a lot of likes, a lot of comments, or a lot of shares. Mm -hmm. Um, And I go to the notes um, section of my phone. I don't know what an Android note section is called, but if you don't have an iPhone, you shouldn't be in business. I'm just kidding. Um, so I go to the notes section of my phone and I have a running just things, anything that someone asks me two or more times, whether it be a realtor or a client, um, or any hot topic in the news that I'm seeing, um, God forbid those loan level pricing adjustments, everybody was posting that they were going to skip their credit card payments because they wanted a better interest rate. So I talked about (laughs) it was the same thing I'd ever seen. I was like, all right, go ahead and do that. Yeah. Who are you getting? Keep me posted. Uh, Don't apply for a mortgage anytime after that, though. What's great about that? So people listen up. You should take notice of this. When you see or hear something like that that you know is stupid and doesn't make any sense, it's your chance to hijack that. It's called newsjacking. And you've got content on that to say, hey guys, time out. This is dumb, right? Or whatever your approach is gonna be. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's not smart. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Smart. Yeah. So uh, it's, um, a lot of that it's, um, and sometimes I just like remake content that I've made before. And some of it is, uh, you know, I watched, uh, you know, Neil home, what's a mortgage, yeah. right. um, a creatively mortgage guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm seeing like, okay, what are they talking about? Cause like right. we can only like, there's only so much crap that we can talk about. Like, if, you know, so, but I've talked about like, you know, uh, did you know that your prime example, I should just shot a video is like, did you know that you could buy a home for your, um, old, elder parent if they are not able to afford it and you can purchase a primary residence of 5% down. I literally had realtors reach out to me. I had loan officers call me and say, you're full of it. Send Ooh, really? me the guideline. And I was like, Snip, pew. What? Oh my. And I said, actually, Freddie's is even better than Fanny's. So you should check out Freddie's guideline. And I'm telling you, I, I blew probably five to 10 loan officers' minds. <laughs> That's, but it's yeah. just posting stuff that like guidelines that people don't know about. Yeah. Yeah. I also love to see, I'm just looking at one of your videos about the HELOC and, um, you know, you, the haters, right? The people are like, oh, the HELOC sucked. The HELOC killed us. Not a good idea. Yeah. What do you do with those? Do you just like blow by them or just go, Hey, appreciate your opinion. Um, some of them depends on like some of them. I want to respond back and be a little snarky, but I also know that there's like clients watching my stuff. So I don't want to be too snarky. Um, but some of them, I'm just like, you know, Hey, I appreciate your feedback. Everyone's opinions different. Right. Yeah. That's, um, should address it. Yep. And there are some people that like you will, you could tell them that like, Hey, you want a million dollars and they would still come back to you and say something like rude. That's just, unfortunately I, you know, they weren't raised by my mom. That's for sure. 
Now, if we could just get the spam uh, erased from the message thread, right about- No, post- I love the spam. Give me all the spam? spam. It juices your algorithm. The more comments and the more likes that you have, the better. So leave the spam. Don't delete them. Do you res- respond to the spam? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes like, I've I've DM'd you 20 times. Check your inbox. And I'm <laughs> like, I think you must be DMing the wrong person. <laughs> oh my God, that's, that's, that's a smart play. I didn't- <laughs> the spammers. I didn't know that was actually help. I know comments help, but I was just figured at least. Yeah. No, no, they don't know. They don't know. <laughs> they don't know. I'm trying yeah. to put you on Google here real quick. Don't mind me. Yeah. Uh, Cause I'm always curious about people's Google business profile. All right. Looking strong. 65, 64 reviews. Yeah. Nice. Happens to be one of my little pet projects. I love. Cool. I, yeah, I really wish I was more all in on Google, my business. Um, I really think that there's a lot of value um, in Google, my business. It's just not something that I know enough about to be all in on it. Um, and it's definitely something that I am actively looking for someone who is good at it, but everyone that says that they're an expert at it has only like helped one person. Yeah. So it's like, I really need someone who's really helped people turn their Google, their Google, my business. And if you don't have a Google, my business, you should just start one. Um, my recommendation would be to, if you have a CRM, you could email your clients and say, Hey, you have until, you know, on, uh, you know, August 1st, you could email them and say, Hey, we are, we just started to Google my business. Um, and we're looking to get reviews, um, on there. Uh, we're going to do a drawing for everyone that leaves a review, a five-star review. They can leave a four-star review, but everyone that leaves a five-star review will be entered to win a $500 Lowe's gift card. Nice. Yep. And it's not, you're not against compliance. Um, You're not against, it's not, you know, the CFPB can't come get you for that. Um, Yeah. I love that idea. I saw some realtors do that years back and I've been sharing that same idea. And here's the cool thing they did is they went live with the winner or winners, right? Yeah. They did it for like 90 days and they went live. Just like, Super okay. smart. Because the more reviews that you have and the more active reviews that you have, the more recent reviews that you have, obviously it helps your business, but on Google, but yeah, I wish I was, I knew more about it. Well, Hey, there's only so much bandwidth you have, right? <laughs> for sure. Definitely. All right. So, oh, you mentioned events. Um, those are near and dear to my heart. What do you do for events or classes? If anything? Yeah. So we do things that we're good at. Um, so we talk about social media a lot. Um, we host events about, uh, for some home buyer webinars, seminars, whatever. Um, we partner with realtors in regards to that. Um, we have found that, I mean, cause if you think about it, if you're only getting, I use my term only, if you only have five people that show up to an event, you have five people who are a captive audience who have taken time out of their Saturday to come learn about buying a home. Those are people that are almost guaranteed to use you. And so if you're like, hey, let's host an event. I've got a space. You bring the coffee. I'll bring the donuts. We can have a one-hour class. Um, have them send it out to all their past clients and say, hey, if you have any friends that are looking to start the process. Um, and so we did those a lot. We've definitely toned those down. We were doing like two to three a week for probably six months. Um, but we do uh, you know, educational events once a month. I loathe happy hours um, because I don't like small talk. And um, so I do those. We do those like every other-ish month. You know, I try not to do them that often. Um, And then we do client events as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're doing a mommy and me um, photography event. Um, we have our lifestyle photographer we've rented a space, um, in October. So they have the ability to get them for Christmas, to send them out as Christmas cards, but moms and their children get their photos taken the least dads 
Y'all have all the photos because moms are like, oh my God, let me get your picture. And it's a good angle. The lighting looks good. And then dads are like, yeah, here's the picture. Right. And it's like down exactly. here of their feet, you know? Um, so we're doing a- <laughs> My wife trained so- me that it's <laughs> That's good. like this, the up angle, right? Really, just the up yes. here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to no, Yeah. Nobody wants the picture this way. Um, so we're doing a mommy, me, mommy and me photography event. Um, we'll be able to have about 15 to 20 past clients. Um, and we'll have, you know, obviously we'll send out, um, we're going to do actually a postcard and then we'll do an email and a phone call and we'll probably only send it out. Um, we will hand select VIP clients for this because this is something where, it's going to be a pretty costly event. Um, and we want to make sure that we're doing stuff for people who value us. And so if we maybe, you know, know somebody um, who's a VIP client, we're going to invite those people first, unfortunately, you know, just is what it is. Um, and, you know, I'm excited about it because it's, you know, and then we're going to tell the realtors like, Hey, Susie and J- Susie and her kids are coming. You're more than welcome to come um, and see them. Um, we're going to have refreshments. We'll probably do goodie bags for the kids. Um, and nothing will be branded because nobody wants anything that's branded. Um, you know, just, yeah. This is just a way to give back, create some goodwill. Literally. I'm just, yeah. If it's branded, then it seems like it's a a time to sell. And this is really not a time to sell. I'm just trying to give value to these people. And anyways, so they'll have their pictures before Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. um, and they'll be able to use them for Christmas cards. So do you, um, uh, quick note, do you, do you tag people in your CRM based on VIP or not? We do. Yeah. So we have an ABCD client. Yep. Okay. We try not to get, <laughs> the goal is for no one to ever be a C or a D client. What's um, the criteria though? Is it referrals or what is it? Um, the metric is, um, honestly, it's just people sometimes that like have connected with us on a level, yeah. you know, some people you're just like, man, I really like them. And they really like, like you just, right. you, know, you, you just vibe. get along with that person. Yeah. You vibe. That's a, yeah. yeah. So it's really just a lot of people that we vibe with, or maybe people that are financial planners, um, or people that should be seeing our names a little bit more often. People. Yeah. So it's people that are doing a job that maybe they're in front of people, um, you know, we try to be strategic about our stuff. Well, for sure. I mean, be smart. Yeah. yeah it's well, it's kind of like that. It's just uh, weird stuff pops in my head when I do these page, but, uh, but I remember back in the day, I forget where it was working, but you know, there was some contest where you were going to win. There was a, maybe it was a realtor thing and you give a realtor a certain gift and, you know, before you choose the realtor, right? You're like, no, no, no. Yes. She's a top producer. Sally, you're the lucky one, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's the yeah, no, for sure. That's the and truth of the sweepstakes, people. <laughs> it is. And I will say this, and I know this is kind of like off topic and not anything that you've talked about, but creating a brand. So uh, my social media is intentional, but I've also created a brand. And so I am typically wearing what I'm wearing right now. You can't see it because, but you can kind of see it says the mortgage collective on there. Um, I'm typically wearing a shirt of like this or a white version. I have like literally all different colors. Um, I'm typically wearing that. I'm wearing jeans or joggers typically have on a cool pair of sneakers. And that's my garb. Like my hair is always curly. I'm five eleven, And when I go out, people recognize me. Um, I've literally been getting a tattoo before and I've had somebody come in and like, Oh my God, I follow you on social media and I'm a realtor. I literally have a new client. And I have been nervous to reach out to you. And now that I'm meeting you in person, here's their information. Would you mind calling them tomorrow? 
I got, got my nails done a couple of weeks ago and I literally was checking out and it's a new realtor that just started referring me because uh, she saw us on social media and she said, oh, are you Paige? I'm like, yeah, hi. <laughs> you know, it's always like a weird interaction. I'm like, I am. Are you going to kill me? <laughs> yeah, right. I, I don't know. Who are you? First <laughs> Who of are all? you? First off, I'm a realtor. I, I've seen you on social media and I just started referring you guys. I love your content. I think that it is amazing. Um, and then I'll see clients also when I'm looking the worst, like I'll literally like have run to the grocery store to get milk on a Saturday morning right. and I'm like looking homely and they're like, oh my God, so good to see you in person. Cause I don't, I don't have time to go to closings. I, you know, we're closing, you know, 30 plus people a month. I don't have time for that, unfortunately. Right. And, um, I just always see the people when I look the worst, but you know, it's because people know what to expect. I'm wearing a mortgage collective t-shirt. Well, I think what's cool about that is your brand is you, you know, yeah. you're not trying to be so simple. create a brand. Yeah. Right. And sorry, I got off, I got off track on that. Sorry. But, but just to kind of tie it up, yep. you should have a personal brand. Nike has a brand, right. um, you know, Apple has a brand, all of these people have a brand and the, the brand is what people are talking. Your brand is what gets you into rooms that you never thought you could be in. And if you have a brand connects with your tribe and people, and people will identify and be attracted to want to work with you and some won't, yeah. but that saves you a hell of a frustration. Yeah. Some people don't like me because I have tattoos. They're like, I, I can't work with her. You're like, okay, good. Cause I don't want to work with you. <laughs> <laughs> we probably have a way different mindset. Like, right. No, it's okay. And it's so funny going back to your po posts from earlier. Like I can see you with the blazer on and all that. And you're like, what is that? That's like, yeah. <laughs> it's not, I, yeah. And those were like, I hated them, but I was, did, had nothing else. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to have to lean so, in and so uh, go through. This is the growth process of, yeah. How long has it taken you to find your voice on social? Um, I actually just talked about this on Tuesday. I made a video about it. It's taken a long time um, because when I first started doing content, I was really reserved because you're being scrutinized people are watching. by people by people that you don't even know are watching your videos. Right. And it took me a while, uh, but I am unapologetically me. Like mm -hmm. unapologetically, I am myself on and off social media. And it's yeah. taken me a long time. When I got into this business in 2014, I worked at a bank and I wore, I had uh, one arm sleeve, half sleeve done then. And I worked for my mom and I was her receptionist and I wore a button down or some sort of blouse and a blazer top and either nice slacks or really nice looking jeans and some sort of like closed toed loafer or shoe. And I was just like you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I did that because that's what I was under the impression. And I remember the first time that I wore a t-shirt to the office, uh, my mom and I, at that point had been working together. It was September or August of 2017, 2016, 2016. I'm sorry, 2015. I'm sorry. So we'd been working together at this point for a year and I wore a t-shirt on like a Wednesday. And at this point we weren't working at the bank anymore. We were just working at a regular, like with the regular people, yep. non-banker people. And I wore jeans and a t-shirt on like, it was just a random day. Fridays, we were allowed to wear jeans and a t-shirt, but I just did it. I was like running late and I didn't have anything. I had to go home and change. Oh my God. They made you go home? 
No. Yeah. My mom was like, this is not how you used to come to the office. Clients come up here. We cannot be in jeans and a t-shirt. It's not Friday. Go home and change. Not that reserved day. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's not. The res- I'm like, what? Friday, the reserved day that we should wear jeans and a t-shirt. Uh, and I, I, I'm wearing Lululemon joggers today, again, sneakers and t-shirt because nobody cares about what you look like to a certain extent. People care about how you show up. People care about how you act and people care about how you communicate to them and their clients. Right. Yeah. Amen to that. I I think the point being, go back to that word authentic, even though it's a bit overused is people want to know the real you, right? you is t-shirts and tats, then that's going to do way more in terms of creating a connection and feeling trust than this pretend blazer and pointed shoes, you know? Yeah. And that's just me with the pointed shoes, but that's a whole nother side story. Okay. So we are officially out of time and you've been very gracious with sharing your time with us. Uh, for those that want to connect with you more and follow you, yep. where would they find you? Um, Instagram, H-Town Mortgage Chick. So H-T- O-W-N-M-T-G Chick. So H-Town Mortgage Chick, um, or just search Paige Bowman. I'm the only one that comes up. I love that. And I'll put a link to it in the show notes as well. So people are listening right now on your mobile phone, just pick up your mobile and look for the show notes and tap. There you go. You can go follow Paige and see all the cool shit she's doing. So there we go. Paige, thank you. Thank you. All right, listeners, you know what to do. If you like this episode, leave us a review and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Bye for now. Hey guys, what's up real quick. Uh, you've heard about the mortgage marketing pro membership before. And I just want to quickly remind you if that you're in a place in your business where you simply need more purchase loans, you need to fill your pipeline with purchase business. Let's just face it. Agents are still a solid pillar of business and sources of purchase business for you. Well, good news. Our Mortgage Marketing Pro membership helps loan officers like you close more loans without the hassle of chasing agents or cold calling. Done for you agent classes, expert training videos, a marketing automation platform that automates the entire process for you, everything you need to build your personal brand in your local market, attract and convert agents into referral partners, plus done for you proven marketing materials and plug and play content to make promoting your class, getting agents butts and seats, partnering with affiliates, real easy. But that's not all. You'll also get access to our weekly mastermind calls with top LOs, authors, speakers, and coaches to learn the best strategies to grow your business right now in today's market. And as an extra bonus for a limited time, for all new members, you'll get access to a database of 200 agents in your local market that have closed anywhere to from eight to 50 transactions in the last 12 months And we'll provide that list upload into our platform for you so you can get off to a fast start in reaching actually productive agents. So what are you waiting for? You can check out more at mortgagemarketing.pro, see more of the success stories there. And if you feel compelled to do so, book a call. We'll have a chat. We'll see if it's a fit. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your mortgage business to the next level right now. Head over to mortgagemarketing.pro.